everyone. Welcome to the Herald and Modcast. Welcome to the Herald and Modcast. This is Cameo. Word up. I got a cod piece on and I'm ready to make podcast. Tonight's episode is brought to you by Giuseppe's Taco Truck. Giuseppe's Italian Taco Truck. Did you ever want an Italian meatball taco? No, <laughs> me neither. The funnest part about it is trying to figure out how to eat it. How do you eat a meatball in a taco? You can't even lift it up off the plate. <laughs> That's our sponsor. Well, did you ever want a chimichanga covered in Alfredo sauce? Did you ever want a lasagna burrito? Did you ever want sepulpias with cream cannoli <laughs> sp- splooged all over it? Yes. I want some of that. It's Giuseppe, too, not Guiseppe. I thought it was Guiseppe. No, it's Giuseppe. You Giuseppe. Know? Giuseppe. A Giuseppe. Giuseppe. Did you ever want pasta pudinesca wrapped in a corn husk for a tamale? Nope. Well, you can get it at Giuseppe's Italian Taco Truck. Yum. All the food you never asked for <laughs> is now in one place, coming to a neighborhood near you on four wheels, fueled by olive oil. <laughs> and the passion for a red wine are going to make a real good a cannoli in your face. Hey, so uh, Abe Pagoda died. Finally, he died. Who's that? Just kidding. Dang it. Ava Gota yeah, finally he died. died. And he actually died this time. They've been making that joke for like 15 years, the poor bastard. It's not going to be funny when he actually dies. I know, and he did. And he did die. That's sad. A lot of people died the last couple of weeks. Just Glenn this month. Fry, Glenn right Fry. after Alan Rickman and David Bowie. And the Grizzly Man guy, or the, what's the name? Oh, yeah. Grizzly, Grizzly Adams. Adams. Yeah. Oh, the guy who played Grizzly Adams on the TV show died. Yeah. That's sad. Yeah. A lot of death. A lot of death. Of- so, what's up? What's so, uh, up? Speaking of death, woo, new episode of the podcast. <laughs> speaking of death. Speaking of sad death. No. Welcome to the show, folks. The Herald and Modcast, where we celebrate all things murderous <laughs> and depressing, just like the movie. Mm, what movie? Harold and Ma, you little dinger. Oh, yeah, that's right. Duh, duh, our namesake. Duh, derp, our derp. namesake. Just our namesake. That's all. I don't think I ever saw that movie. What that is. Well, we've got some things on the show, like a review of What We Do in the Shadows. Uh, What's that? It's a movie that we'll talk about in a few minutes. It's pretty awesome. What's going on right now? Sundance. Can I see that movie? You've seen that movie. Oh, I saw that movie. It's great. Uh, the guys who made it. Are at Sundance right now. Uh, Taika Waititis, he plays uh, one, one of, the, of vampires. the vampires, and he, he plays also like wrote it. The dandy one. He yeah. plays like the 18th century one. He's awesome. He's, yeah, he's really funny. And uh, Jermaine Clement, who's in Flight of the Concords, plays he's the awesome. like Vladislav sort of yeah. Vlad the Impaler one. <laughs> well, yeah, who has like orgies, blood orgies, and impales people, and has a torture chamber. It's like a, it's a basically like a, a mockumentary, mockumentary style. Well, basically, it's like a 90-minute sketch idea. It's really funny. Well, we're going to talk about that, but I just want to mention that Taika Waititis is... They're, actually, they just announced they're doing a sequel, uh, but he's at Sundance right now promoting his film Hunt for the Wilder People starring Sam Neill, which seems pretty funny. And uh, there's some other stuff going on at Sundance that thought was pretty interesting. Like Lots of stuff. A big deal happened at Sundance. Was there a big deal at Sundance? Yeah. The, How big was this deal? So the birth of a nation, which is... The new, Nat Turner story. Yeah. Yeah. Acclaimed slave revolt drama. It uh, sold for $17.5 million, the biggest deal in Sundance history. History. 
And apparently Netflix made a $20 million bid for it. What? And But they had a condition that they wanted to have a stream date at the same time as the theater release date. That's fair. And so I guess whoever charged that decision went against that because they didn't want to have to release it digitally at the same time as theatrically, which mm-hmm. makes sense. You got to like be, you know, yeah, tactical, practical. But I, I, I mean, frankly, I don't know how Netflix has any business making that bid i mean they keep throwing out so much money for content and that's the big question mark with them they're paying millions of dollars on content but they don't they still aren't making a profit they're saying to their stockholders that they're going to be making a profit in 2019 yeah and, but if they keep making 20 million dollar deals yeah. You know, I who don't knows know. what the future holds for who Netflix? Knows? Nothing certain. Look at all you have to do is look at the past of like internet business and how quickly things are. Look at MySpace. Look at like things yeah. that they were like the bar, and all of us they're just dust. Yeah, like, freaking out. You is know? MySpace gone? Completely? No, I, they keep trying to reinvent it. I remember they brought in some celebrity that was like the face of MySpace maybe two years ago, and they tried it again, kind of like how uh-huh. BlackBerry brought in Alicia Keys yes. again, and that didn't work at all. Right. Now I look. Blackberry is a perfect example too with technology uh, and shit you never know how quick something can be the biggest thing and, and then, then nothing and then it's just over I loved Blackberry you loved Black. We, we were, I loved my Blackberry I loved my Blackberry the problem they had was that they didn't get enough apps on the app market they didn't they didn't have enough apps that were on the uh, sympatical iTunes and, I mean you know the, the Amazon the and, Amazon and um, uh, the store the, Android for Android or for OS like compa- yeah. you know kind of it was like their own like little proprietary yeah yeah their own little corner of the internet that no one gave a fuck no about no one gave a fuck and it didn't it wasn't compatible with anything no I mean remember we looked at one of them and we're kind of like that's cool the 10 the, the actual Blackberry phone. 10 because they finally did a touch don't touch screen one yeah and it was kind of cool. Seemed cool. You watched the big, they had the big unveiling with the PowerPoint and all the yeah, features. Yeah, we were like, this is cool. Yeah, and that, this is a while ago. This is like two years ago yeah, at least. Yeah, at least. I want to say it's more like four and years ago. And that phone ago. like tanked. That phone didn't go anywhere. No. They had so much behind the marketing for that. But then yeah. once they got to the apps, they're like, we have BlackBerry Messenger. And it's like, oh man, yeah. this is not going to work. Alicia Keys cannot save this phone. No. Well, so uh, besides, I mean... This is in good company. You know, Little Miss Sunshine was uh, – there's a whole uh, – IndieWire did a piece on the biggest deals in, in uh, Sundance and how they paid off. Uh, Little Miss Sunshine, $10.5 million purchased. purchased from Fox Searchlight, made $60 million at the box office. And it got nominated for oh, Oscars. It was nominated it for a couple. Oscar, it won an Oscar. It won for Oscar. Alan Arkin. And he it got nominated Best for Best Picture. And Screenplay, I think. And maybe Screenplay, too. Then. It might have won Screenplay. I won uh, screenplay once, I think. The way no, the yeah, way I did. way, <laughs> the I way didn't. way back was purchased from Fox Searchlight for nine point seven five million, and it made uh, just under twenty two million at the box office. I gotta say, I loved that film. I thought it should have been an Oscar contender, especially if David O. Russell films get nominated. What is that movie? It's the one with Steve Carell, where and uh, Tony Collette, where they go to the summer place, takes place in Massachusetts at like a water park, and it's the young boy coming of age. Oh, story and the guy with, gets murdered. Uh, no, <laughs> it's no. a sweet comedy coming of age. And there's that dummy. brutal rape scene on the pinball machine. No, no, no. Oh, oh they it won Nat, Nat Faxon and Jim Rush spun Oscar. They won best adapted screenplay for what? 
um, for the way way back. And for what uh, what award? Uh, the Oscars. They won an Oscar yeah. for that fucking shit bullshit screenplay. It wasn't a bullshit screenplay. <laughs> so you don't oh, even know what movie it is. Continuing the uh, uh, Oscars at Sundance, Brooklyn was purchased for nine million from Fox Searchlight. It's it's made twenty seven point six at the box office and counting. We did it, Brooklyn. For best picture, we did it. best we screenplay, did it. best actress. Um, we did it, Brooklyn. We did it. We did it, Brooklyn. This Our idiot Brooklyn. brother. That, that, that dumb movie with um, Paul Rudd and Zoe Deschanel. Zoe Deschanel. And um, and what's her face Jones. Good old what's her face Jones. Yeah. <laughs> you know the one who's in that stupid show by Steve Carell and his wife now, Angie Tribeca. Oh, you mean the same ten comedian actors that are in everything always? <laughs> yeah, those that hand that, that bunch, rip off of Naked Gun. That fun, show, that fun bunch of people that are in everything always. Those well, guys. Well, that Weinstein Weinstein Company bought that movie for six million and it made twenty five million. Oh, the kids are all right. Remember that? That's a good movie. That's a good movie. That was bought by Focus Fixtures for four point eight million. It made twenty million. So, I mean, there's been some money making deals at Sundance, you know. Um, I read that movie Orphan was bought at Sundance. Orphan? <laughs> no, it wasn't. Yeah, Orphan. No, Look I don't it up. think so. It's a great film. I don't think so. But uh, so yeah, the festival's going on right now, and uh, it sounds like there's some cool stuff and coming out of it. We're reporting live from Park City, Utah. Mm-hmm. Here we are by in, way of Santa Monica. We are in Park City, Utah. <laughs> oh, it's cold out here, man. Look at all the celebrities in their winter coats. I know you see all the pictures of them wearing their like bean boots well they're all dressed up there's like this is my sunny ski look it's like (laughs) i'm an actor i better wear like a big scarf and some big sunglasses (laughs) what a bunch of assholes yeah a bunch of twats speaking of twats uh amy schumer (laughs) (laughs) amy schumer is under fire right now yeah courage under fire yeah what do you think about that she's being accused of stealing jokes and not just accused there's many video evidence people have compiled and put on youtube for you to watch and make your own decision about because it's not hard we'll post a video on our website yeah so we'll take you to a youtube link or whatever it is but watch it and some of it's irrefutable i mean you can't really argue with it when you they put it side by side for fuck's sakes especially yeah. it's stuff from her stand-up special stuff from Trainwreck, the movie that she made and then stuff for her her tv show on comedy central yeah and the stuff from comedy central is like from the tv show you're like i'm watching it i'm watching it side by side yeah i mean and they always started panning off like oh it's probably those sneaky writers put it past us you know right, what I mean? right. it's like okay Okay. I was skeptical and I was like, well, you know, people get famous. People want to shit on them. But when you watch, what was that you were watching? Who did it? Like they did. I don't know who did that compilation. So, well, it's a bunch of different things. It's her on Jim Norton sort of defending herself. Right. And she says she's going to take a polygraph test on her show next season Mm -hmm. and release the findings. And she's like, I'm not going to have it edited. I'm not going to have it touched. It's whatever comes up is we're going to air it. Right. And how noble. But then as she's doing that, someone edits together these clips of comedians doing bits and then her doing the bit right after and it's like the same fucking it's thing it's the same thing you yeah. can't it's hard to say you didn't know you know and at that point 
in in your career, you probably have someone helping you write your material for your specials for real. Yeah. If you're doing an HBO hour special, yeah. you have probably have a couple really close comedian friends helping you with your your yeah. material. You do. You probably, especially if you're writing a movie and a TV show. Oh, of course. Yeah. You know. But so what are you saying? Does that mean that they are the ones who stole it, not her? No. It means okay. that fucking don't steal material (laughs) (laughs) it means don't steal people's jokes because they'll find out and then you'll be discredited and this thing about that about a comic like stealing material because it's not just like yeah it's a faux pas but it kind of like makes you not funny anymore yeah it's hard to laugh at someone's jokes when they've if they're confirmed joke thief like it's not just yeah it's it's uh, it's amoral and it's shitty but it also like sort of makes you not funny well people still laughed at carlos who when? Who does? Men, I don't know. I, he still had a huge following, even though he was. Who does? Mind of Mencia. Where are you getting this information from? Well, I don't know. From me, because I told you about it. Yeah. <laughs> no, I know. I heard about this before. Cause, from uh, where? Bruce Fine, comedian Bruce Fine, he used to talk about it all the time. How he would make up shit all the time, and then you told me more about it, and I saw more online about it. Well, Carlos but, I mean, can he still do had like a following. Carlos has like his own following, and Carlos can go up in front of a crowd of two hundred, you know, Hispanic people, Latino people, and do really well. And to his credit, he's a good performer. Like he might take your jokes, but he's not up there. Like he's up there doing them yeah. justice or doing them better, which is not okay. But he can go in front of a group of unknowing people and kill. And I've seen him kill, and yeah. I've seen him get a standing ovation by fucking giving the microphone a blow job it was the weirdest thing <laughs> in front of a group of fucking 200 hispanic people he closed the the bit the setup is just like girls don't know how to suck dick blah 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 and he like takes his shirt off because he lost a bunch of weight mm-hmm. and he was kind of showing it off and then he literally like proceeds he's like this is how i would do it it's like it makes you think he's like closeted gay because uh, yeah he's like, this is how i do it. he literally like starts filleting the mic what for like a long time yeah and he gets a f- in he got a standing ovation from a bunch of people that are like catholic and not necessarily homophobic but mm. aren't necessarily open to the idea of men giving blowjobs you know <laughs> yeah so yeah. like to his credit if you can get a group of people to get on their feet from blowing a mic you kind of know how to perform your material you know what <laughs> i, I mean and you're probably not stealing that from anybody because i've never seen anybody do that again yeah you know so it's not like he's um he can't perform that's the thing a lot of these guys they can perform and they'll take your jokes and they'll do it on a bigger platform to whereas they'll think that you stole it from him who's the one it's joe rogan who was like totally always calling him out right not always but he there did there was a video of joe rogan getting on stage at the comedy store and like putting him on blast like once and for all kind of thing you mm. can tell that like all the comics are standing back there and listening to doing these jokes and it's like they've heard them all before from other people and joe rogan was just like fucking bossed up and went on stage and fucking called about it a bunch of shit yeah. and it went viral and went like pseudo viral right and that well that it did because it, it discredited him his show was no longer on the air uh south park did an episode about him stealing oh jokes. that's right you know so it, it'll yeah man you don't want that fucking brand on you man it's like a scarlet letter in comedy you think that's on her? I mean, uh, to be honest... I don't know. She maybe stole jokes. Maybe she stole material. Maybe yeah. she just stole it. Maybe she just took the material she liked and put it on her special and was like, fuck you guys. Maybe. Or maybe... Or, well, why didn't... She, I mean, some of that stuff honestly looks like she just... It's like a remake. Especially the bit that she was from Mad TV. What do you mean remake, apartment. Meaning, like, she should give credit to it because it looks like she just took it and spun it. Well, it looks in like her a, way. like a shot-for-shot remake, though. Yeah, like it's not even like, oh, we're gonna take this idea and make it like a inside Amy Schumer TV idea. It's like you literally just saw that sketch and retold it 
in a new way instead of abraham lincoln you say obama right instead of you know what i mean yeah and the same with the patrice o'neill stuff instead of saying uh what's the name like gorilla mask like he says she calls it the ape lincoln and it's the right. same stupid sex joke but those sex act bits like those are some of the hackiest stuff of all for real yeah yeah i still that's like playground humor and they, I've seen comics do that dumbass bid, and it always gets this reaction. It's like, I heard that stuff in grade school. Yeah. You know, of like, oh, you're fucking her, and then you go out to the window, and then you wave to her while your homeboy's fucking her. It's like, that's like, that's like donkey punch. That's like introducing, yeah. like, have you guys heard of a donkey punch? It's like, <laughs> motherfucker, we, I've all heard of that shit, you know? And like, people will still laugh at, the, at a club, though, when you introduce and set it up like, I'm going to tell you guys something real cool that you never heard of. Yeah. I, that shit rubs that always rubs me the wrong way when i when i'm watching it at the club for real it's like what do you hack that's so hacky and then to put it on a special anyway why would you do that yeah that's some old hacky bullshit the abraham lincoln what the fuck that's- well the special itself was pretty hacky well it's just her new like, special i didn't see the whole thing i saw parts of it and then i saw the parts that were on the what's the name on the video mm. but regardless maybe it was extremely hacky Maybe it's just like a bunch of stuff that people have done forever. And she put it, well, the whole thing with the Wendy Liebman joke, same shit. Yeah. And to be honest, like her act is very similar to a lot of those girls acts nowadays are very similar to what Wendy Liebman is was doing in the nineties right. and what she's still doing now. Yeah. It's the same sort of like setup and punchline delivery. Uh, something, 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 something. Yeah. You know what yeah. I mean? I yeah. always believe that the, the, the man on the first date should pay for sex you know yeah yeah she'd always pay for yeah. her sex well you know? and that's amy schumer does that and that's she like does one that of her same most joke. famous thing yeah it's like she now like branded her joke when someone was doing it 20 years ago right and it'd be like well i was like a kid back then it's like yeah, yeah. that's also, what she said yeah. she's like, i didn't watch her back then but you all bitch you can watch this online like and everyone it's like 12 can bring years this up. and if you've been doing stand-up 10 years you haven't done the same circles you haven't seen that yeah come up. she's seen her yeah and then what's the name i read a tweet that the other woman, Tammy Pescatelli, who's a, a New York comic mm-hmm. also, someone was like, yeah, you know, how do you know she stole it? Maybe she never saw your video. She's like, no, she, she stole it from that era when she was opening for all of us. Like, there was a oh. time when Amy Schumer was our feature and fucking we were the headliners. You yeah, know what I mean? Because yeah. that's often what happens, especially once these some of these comics, these guys and girls have been doing it 20 years, 15 some odd years. Right. All of a sudden, people that were on the road with you become more famous than you. Whoa, that would be a hard pill to swallow. It happens all the time. <laughs> I just talked to somebody about it uh, at the club like a week last week, where yeah. he's like, and he's like bitter about it. And you can tell they're bitter. It's like hard not to be. Yeah. Like when you're like, yeah, eight, 2008 was my year. I was supposed to blow up. And these guys that I took on the road are now famous and on TV and they're working and they're getting stand up yeah, specials. And I'm here sucks. I am, like, and I got a kid now and I got a wife now. Yeah. And I'm not 20, 23 anymore. Right. It's 10 years later, you know? Comedy, I, and we've had this conversation many times. Comedy to me is the hardest of all the creative arts. It's harder, it's, it's more clicky. It's more, it's like, it's incredibly hard. People are catty with each other. It's more cutthroat than anything I've ever seen in theater, even theater, dance, music. It's the hardest, the worst. It's also the most like thankless. Yeah. You can perform and crush crowds for years and no one even remembers your name. Yeah. It's they like, don't. Well, for talked about that with guys where it's like, the curse of the comedian where like oh that white guy with the haircut he was so in the in the denim jacket he was so funny yeah. 
Like that's how they like oh or the dude that went up not not the host but the dude that went up right after the host. Like there's just this detachment from the name. The yeah, name is never there. It's true. And, and the name is everything. Like to get yeah, a name, it's your brand. It's a brand, and to get a name, not like a lot of these guys. They do stand up for a few years, and then they can get on a sitcom, mm-hmm. and they're working and they're making money. But to be known as a stand up. As a comedian, your name, or to be the next stand, like how Dane was, and then how CK was, how Chris Walk was, to be the stand-up, right. like that's so much more difficult than just becoming a, a Hollywood player of comedy, yeah. a comedy actor who was a comic who is now in commercials, and you know what I mean? Like, yeah. it's much more difficult to be a stand-up and be known as a yeah, stand-up. No first. doubt, and I mean, and by that respect, I mean. <sighs> How can people not be stealing each other's jokes? I got to believe. I mean, writers steal each other's material. Like people steal, artists steal each other's material. You like had your script stolen. I did. Someone stole your script. Someone literally stole a script I did. And, and made a movie. turned it into a bad movie. And I'm not going to say what movie But it's it was. a real movie. It's a real movie. There's a feature film. Real- with actors, with actors, that actors you know. like Dan Aykroyd, <laughs> yeah, or Daniel Stern, <laughs> or, or or Damon Wayans, or other people, yeah, or other people of that era yeah. in the nineties, yeah, like a real movie. Yep, that happens, and you can't do anything about it. No, cause... you can't, and you can't go up against those who made it that have a lot of money, and, and you our can't production companies, studios that nope. have giant lawyers, and you can't win. And even if you did, you're going to be in the red anyway. Yeah. Like, and there, and you're the one who's blacklisted, kind of exactly. like this woman that is that Amy Schumer's kind of shitting on. What's her mm-hmm. name? The Italian, the, other, the New York comic. Oh, Tammy Pescatelli. Tammy Pesca- she, I mean, she's been getting shit because apparently she said something about this. Well, apparently all three of them said something. Okay, Wendy well, Lehman. Oh, the three: Kathleen Madigan, Kathleen Madigan, yeah, and Tammy Pescatelli. And two of them were like, okay, but I guess now one of them has to like pay the bill for the three of them kind of thing. And it's Tammy. And it's going to be Tammy because she was the most vocal or whatever, however the uh-huh. chips fell on it. You know what I mean? And so yeah. she's sort of left holding the bag as like the bitter one or the fame shamer. And that's not fair. And she, I liked what she said. She said that, hey, look, I want... Being a comic is one of the hardest things to do. Being a woman comic is even harder. It's so hard. We want Amy to succeed, but like we want her to succeed on her own material. With her own material. And that's fair. That's fair. I mean, who knows? I mean, honestly, you got to watch it. We'll post it. You got to watch the video for yourself. You'll make your own And see what you think because I was skeptical. I watched it and it's really hard to see these clips side by side. But I also kind of wonder... Who's the person who's calling this out and literally going through and finding all this internet, stuff? Man. The internet. Somebody will take the time to watch Trainwreck five times. Yeah, right. I couldn't watch it once to enjoy. I know it wasn't. I didn't. It wasn't that funny to be well, honest. Well, it's not that it, it new of an idea. Well, that it's that's just a like thing. it's just the the same old like Sex in the City telling. It's like every girl wants to tell this Sex in the City story. Yeah. They do. It's the same shit. Oh, they, girls. They, they grew up with. Right. They were little girls. They, they were, were teenagers. teenagers when like that was happening. Lena Dunham. Like, yeah. all these, like every girl, you give her a TV show and it's going to be her telling of it's like Sex in the City. My it's version. Like my version of Sex in the City. I yeah. just feel like there's way more interesting things that these funny that women, women can, can do. do. Yeah. yeah. I mean, and quite frankly, that's true. We, that's just adds to being pigeonholed as a woman, frankly. Well, that's, yeah, that totally. Especially when you call the movie Trainwreck and you're not a train yeah, wreck. Yeah, she was not a train wreck. Like, you might as well be a train wreck. <laughs> yeah, be a be, real train wreck. be funny, you know? Like, uh, what's the movie that you always cite? Citizen Ruth. Yeah. 
Like, she's a fucking train wreck. Yeah, <laughs> a great movie. And it's such a great performance. Yeah. Because it's just completely glassed over eyes of just like, does it fucking give a shit? But people do not want women to be train wrecks in the true sense of it. Remember that movie we saw that we really liked, but it, it didn't do well. It was Charlize Theron. Oh, adulthood. No, Is that what it's called? adult. Young adult. Some young adult or something like that. Patton Oswald's in it. Yeah. Charlize. And she is a despicable character. Yeah. Now Horrible. A, a man could be a despicable character and get away with it, but you nobody wants to see a woman be horrible. But I or gotta a tell you. Woman. Yeah, yeah, young adult, I think it was called. Yeah, young or adult. A, a beautiful woman. Uh, yeah, she's beautiful, but she's horrible. But she sells it and she owns it through the whole movie. And I gotta say, that's a that's a funny movie. It's on Amazon. You should watch it. Yeah, and it's a good story. Yeah. I think it's actually by Diablo Cody of it all people. It is by she wrote it and yeah. who who is was truly a train wreck and like a, and a writer. Yeah, and a writer. And she's still a writer, but I mean yeah. a train wreck and then a writer and became very successful. But it's very unapologetic and I yeah. love that about it. Well, I I liked the movie a lot and I I didn't have any problem with it. I wasn't right. put off by it or offended by it. But just, people do. Yeah, well, I'm not people. Right. Well, I, I mean, I am a person. But. <laughs> no, but most people don't want to see a woman. Case in point. Well, most people don't want to see a pretty woman. Like, you what? can be an ugly... Jennifer gross- Jason Lee, pretty woman, older, in, middle-aged woman. Nobody... She's She did get a, a nomination, but she's not going to win for, for Hateful she Eight. She might win. She, no, I she's she not. Wins. And I, I she should win, because frankly, hers was the, the best performance of the year. It's the most unique. But she the best, is a hundred percent a despicable character unapologetically. It's a brilliant performance. People don't like women to be scumbags. They just don't. Yeah, but she's not made to be pretty or attractive or like think of herself as pretty. And people still don't love that. You I guess know? Not. Yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah. The point still stands. People don't want women to be gross yeah like unless they're the villain like melissa maleficent right or, yeah unless you're the, the but ghastly. even they prettied up melissa maleficent they gave her a backstory a to make her more story. human instead of just letting her be an evil, evil person well i mean i mean if we're talking about the cartoon yeah like the literal cartoon no i'm talking about the movie. angelina joe lee version yeah the, the, like flowered up gussied up version yeah the fuck version yeah yeah fuck that I, yeah it, that's super pigeonholing and marginalizing yeah just make a tell a good story i don't care if the woman or the man is the despicable one you know well and i've said this too before when we talk about bridesmaids which is a much funnier movie than train wrecked train wreck but uh that whole scene in the beginning when she's at uh john ham's place in bed with him and then she leaves and then she comes out in her sexy and she looks it's like funny women today have to also be kind of hot but funny but like not so hot and like quirky right and it's the same kind of thing with train wreck it's like i'm gonna say i'm a train wreck but actually i'm kind of sexy because you actually want to have sex with me you still want to have sex with them or you're you're still supposed to want to have sex with them right you can't just there can't be like no sexual attraction which would be funnier it'd be funny if like rachel drash was train wreck i mean she's hilarious and never has to be like the pretty girl the sexy girl she's just straight up funny yeah and she's played like schmeagle and shit and like like they've made her look so ugly that's just so funny you know and yeah and she's one of the funniest female she makes uh, me laugh so hard that like if those of you didn't see seth uh meyer's like 
Boston accent Sketch. faux trailer yeah. that's like went viral. She has a part in it. That that was the funniest thing he's ever done. He's ever done. Yeah. On the show or on SNL for you, for yeah. that matter. <laughs> like as far as acting. Yep. He might have wrote some stuff that we just don't know. It was the funniest thing we ever saw. But as far been. as like him being in a sketch, that's like the funniest thing I've ever seen him do. Me too. And Dratch is really funny in it too. Yeah, Dratch is a badass. She's Rachel Dratch is so funny. Hey, why are there no Jimmy's on my ice cream? Jimmy's. I'll give you Jimmy's when you stop acting like a prick. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's so funny. You got to watch it. We'll yeah. post it. Uh, so let's talk about what we do in the shadows this movie's been out for a while it's, it's not been out movie. for a while but it is streaming on hbo now and it is also on amazon you can rent it they just announced that there's going to be a sequel called we're wolves that's w-e apostrophe r-e wolves based on the little side characters reese darby plays the head alpha werewolf that's in very me. funny i'm the alpha yeah <laughs> <laughs> you see i'm the alpha these are my boys but as as we said, it's a it's a it's a mockumentary, kind of like the Christopher Guest films, you know, Waiting for Guffman and Besting Show. But it's New Zealand cast, and it's about four vampires that live in a flat together in New Zealand, and they're all very old, various degrees of old. One of them's eight thousand years, I think. The Peter guy. Well, there's oh, like a Nosferatu <laughs> character who's like the original vampire, like the the you know patient zero sort of vampire. Right. And he's eight thousand years old yes. and lives in a like stone sarcophagus in the basement. And they give him live chickens yep. and shit. But his name's Peter. It's <laughs> <laughs> so funny. That's the funniest part. Peter. His name is Peter. We're gonna have a house meeting. Would you like to join us? <laughs> and they do. They have like yeah. these house, house meetings. meetings about cleaning the, Doing the blood dishes and, yeah. and the dishes and the. W- then there's this woman who's one of their servants, a human servant. Yeah. And she's funny as hell. One I don't of, know like, who the that day walkers. Is. What do they call? those there's a name for him like a vampire servant it's not yeah. it's something like something something i don't fucking care uh yeah it's a funny movie a very on. funny movie it's um you should check it out i it, it it's a little like it's definitely kind of like a sketch that goes on for a while but i still you know i could watch it over and over again it's very funny yeah it's something that you can when you, you can turn it on and sort of watch it from any point yes because it's really funny and uh it's just good, good shtick. Good shtick, and Jermaine is hilarious. Jermaine's awesome. His character, <laughs> like when he stops drinking blood because he's sad. Oh yeah, that's he gets depressed right. And he turns into like the the Dracula, like the Bram Stoker's Dracula <laughs> uh, with Gary Oldman, where he's like his skin's all like falling off his bones yeah. and shit. He's like, you gotta eat something, man. He's like, no, I'm sad. I don't have to eat anything. <laughs> it's a little. There's gore in it too. Well, yeah, they, they don't hold gore. back on the gore scenes. Like they're biting a neck and they miss the artery and just start shooting out and he's yeah. like oh fuck it's so funny. he's like this is their last moments of life i want to make it like nice for them yeah you know? make it special make it special for them you know it's this last time they're going to be alive you know they just want to make it special and then one of the guys who they are gonna they were gonna use as a victim they call everyone like victims they're like i think she had to be a nice victim and they have like the human women bring them victims and then yeah. one of them gets turned into a vampire and he's hilarious and he that becomes guy. like very showy and he's like showing off at the club to like pick up chicks like i'm a vampire yeah. you know that? <laughs> and one guy's like oh i'm a vampire hunter and he's like shut <laughs> up get out of here and then like no spoilers yeah it's a funny movie i'd give it i don't know i'd give it an eight yeah i'd give it an eight you gotta see yeah. it it's funny it's really funny and it's like it's cool that they can make a funny indie comedy 
and just make it their own movie right and not have it be you know a ben Stiller or will ferrell or adam yeah Sandler movie, that's know? what true that's that nice. was very refreshing about that yeah not that i love will ferrell movies are the best they're the best ones of the three of the three like trifecta of like blockbuster movie comedies you know Galifian or Nooch seth rogan or seth, yeah or seth rogan or yeah yeah, yeah. Cavill, just, <laughs> or have you seen baskets yet no I have not as well, but I... I and I don't looks, plan on it. No, I plan on it. It looks very No, funny. I don't want to see it. It looks stupid. Well, that's Zach Galifianakis' I don't care. He's comedy. stupid anyway. I never thought he was even funny well, ever. Well, didn't CK write it or produce it or something? I think something? he produced it. Yeah, it's like an FX show. I think that's why it's on FX. One of the reasons. Yeah. Because Louis CK's got a well, sweet Well, you know what the premise is? He went... Like, Galifianakis went to clown school in Paris and flunked out. In real life? Yeah. In the story. Oh, in the show. And he decides to go back to his where he grew up in Bakersfield, California to become a rotary rodeo clown. Rotary clown? Rotary clown. <laughs> when Bakersfield is like a shit dump shithole in so the middle gross. of nowhere, California. One time we had this like group of people from Bakersfield at the club once and it was like these three fucking like farm boy guys and they're like <laughs> shitty wives and they wouldn't shut up for the whole show and we eventually had to like sort of kick them out and like one of our door guys went up to like tell the women to be quiet because they just sort of they were chatting and on their phone and shit yeah and then like these fucking fucking hit guys tried to pick a fight what? with the door guy and then i had to get involved in the management they were just like trying to yeah they were like oh if i want to fucking go nobody talks to my <laughs> wife like that it's like dude i told her to put her phone away like that <laughs> no guy, one talks to my yeah wife it's like, like go that. back to bakersfield this is fucking hollywood man yeah. get the fuck out of here uh so we've got a much better trip then to Bakersfield planned, and that's to Ireland, where the Herald and Modcast is going on a pub crawl, Ireland style. Nope. Yes, and we're going to start on Valentine's Day, interviewing Willie Daly, the last matchmaker of Ireland, at the Matchmaker Bar in Lisdoon Varna, I'm not County Clare. Yes, you are. Nope. Yeah, he's going to try to matchmake both of us, which I don't really want to participate in. I said I did want to have an illegitimate Irish son. (laughs) That's not cool. It's kind of funny. It'd be funny to, like, 10 years from now, have this, like, little kid with an Irish accent be like, you're my fucking dad. (laughs) I'd be like, oh, come on, little guy. I'm sorry. It was just a one-night stand with your redheaded mother. (laughs) I'm just glad you're not a ginger bastard. Nice. Yeah, you are not nice to gingers. I like gingers. Ginger's fine. You like ginger women. You don't like ginger men. Yeah, ginger men. What are they good for? <laughs> There's some good actors that are ginger men. That's true. They come from an honest place. But so we're going to be visiting a bunch of pubs and ending up at the Guinness Brewery where we're going to do a tour and a And we might do the, the Jameson. The Jameson. Brewery. We're also going to stop in at the Dublin International Film Festival. And we're also going to stop in at the Dublin International Airport. <laughs> 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 yes, a, we get are. pints at the airport. Bar. Maybe we are. We yeah, might be doing that. Exchange some currency. It's going to be awesome. I mean, I'm not going to rent a car. Yeah, we are renting Ooh, a car. We're going to do an interview at the rental car place. <laughs> <laughs> we might have a pub there. You know how Vegas has like a casino and like yeah. shot machines everywhere. Like maybe they have pubs. They like, have like a everywhere. keg. <laughs> they have a keg at the Enterprise <laughs> rent a car place. Would you like a beer while you wait for your car, sir? <laughs> Why? Yes, I would. How festive. <laughs> crash yeah (laughs) (laughs) festive crash yeah i'm not a big beer drinker but i am a whiskey drinker nobody cares if you drink beer or not well i'm gonna drink whiskey 
Well, that's yeah. Because well, it's pub. Know. It's pub, not necessarily beer crawl. Yeah, whatever. You'll have like two whiskeys. You'll be like, fuck, I haven't drank whiskey in years. No. Yeah, you'll be like, fucking hell. And we'll get like one day out of this thing. We have like one good night of, of like whiskey drinking and beer drinking. Oh, that's not true. Oh, you're going to channel your Irish roots for this? Hell yeah. Trip, huh? That's one of the things we're looking up is my Irish roots. I have some Irish roots. You do? Yeah. All right. They're growing out of my Irish tree. But boom. Well, so stay tuned for that. We're going to be periscoping our interview with Willie Daly on Valentine's Day, and there'll be links posted on our website. So that'll be fun. On our website. And there'll be links posted <laughs> on our website. <laughs> Shut up, yeah, jerk. You're, you're good at reading this stuff. Shut up, jerk. Like a real nice, like, uh, what are those things? Like the kids that used to do the announcements at, at high school. Like, hey, on guys, PA. welcome to another day <laughs> at Candy High. <laughs> We'll have pizza in the cafeteria <laughs> at Tuesday. And all you little thing and soccer players, you have varsity tryouts after school. <laughs> Don't smoke in the bathroom. I'm watching you. See ya. Bye. I'll see you tomorrow. I'm so excited for tomorrow morning. Well, that's it for us, jerks. That's it. Yeah, what about, that's it. What about the Suicide Squad trailer? What about it? It's fucking awesome. That's true. What uh, was about it? Yeah, the that's true. It is fucking awesome. It. Way cooler than anything I've seen by Marvel. Way cooler. Yeah, I have to agree with that. Kind of shits on Marvel. Because you see like a teaser trailer. We saw that at the Comic-Con. Comic-Con. And now there's an actual full trailer where you get a little more insight into the storyline and how they kind of come together. And you get to hear some more dialogue and shit. Well, and they play. it's set to Bohemian Rhapsody, which is really cool the way they do it. So cool. Yeah. And it's David Ayer. That guy, trust that guy. There's so much more room for fun in the DC universe. Yeah. You can go to darker places, man. Yeah. And I got to say, Jared Leto's growing on me. Like, the more I see of it, the more I, I appreciate it for his own thing. It's his own. It's definitely different than, than I got to say, though, like, the way he dresses, I feel like his character, his Joker, would, like, vape heavy clouds. <laughs> <laughs> like, vape fat clouds of Joker venom. And if he blew those clouds in your face, you'd, like, twist a smile up and die like vape, <laughs> that's pretty funny toxic vape clouds from jared letters joker that's what he looks like at least yeah. but i still i'm not excited to see that movie man yeah of all, of all the movies August. yeah and that fucking comes i quick. mean dawn of justice is coming is out march? in march so that's coming up i mean when we get back from ireland boom dawn of justice well, deadpool comes out in a week two yeah weeks. deadpool comes out on weeks. february 12th so and so does zoolander 2 yep those two are competing at the box Same office? Day. What do you think? Who's going to win that? You do? Hell yeah, superhero? Yeah, I guess so. Hell yeah. It's rated R, though. So? Everyone's going to want to see it even more. Yeah. I'm glad they were they were able to keep it rated R, because the whole series, it's a comic book, it's a R-rated series. Deadpool's an R-rated character. Yeah. You know, so I'm glad they weren't like, well, we needed it to be PG-13. Someone fought for that, definitely. Definitely. Yeah. I'm glad they did. That looks way cooler than the other Marvel movies. Well, I, the fucking stupid, uh, what's that stupid thing? Civil War, the new uh, Captain America. Just Yeah. Like Deadpool looks like such a more uh, interesting story. It does. You know? Much more interesting, much more original. It's like something I actually want to go to the theater and see. I feel like seeing Civil War kind of looks like a chore. Kind of looks yeah. like, okay, here we go. Here we go again. Another Marvel movie. Another kind of the same, same guys doing the same things they always do. With the same kind of snarky comments. and Except now they're fighting each other instead of Ultron. Or, yeah. Yeah. 
Cool. Great. Yeah, I mean, I'm sure we'll see it, but, you know, I'm yep. not that excited. I'm definitely excited about Batman versus Superman, Dawn of Justice, though. Hell yeah. And I'm I'm open to Gal Gadot's performance as Wonder Woman. I was not excited when I heard she was cast, as many others were not. I didn't yeah. think she looked like Wonder Woman. She or doesn't look much like Wonder she Woman. She seemed a little too much of a skinny model to pull that off. Yeah, but it doesn't look quite that Amazonian. But, would never describe her as Amazonian. No, she's a bummer. But I will say that she looks pretty convincing in the trailer. Right. The newest trailer. I want to see how they're going to introduce Aquaman. Cause I were, know. There's no sight of him in the trailers. Not yet. But they're putting out all these toys and there's Aquaman Funko. There's Aquaman action figures mm. along with all the other characters. So he's got, he's in that movie. Yeah. At some point. It might better not be some like... It's Cal Drago, right? Is yeah, playing, Jason Moma. Yeah, he's playing. I hope it's just not some stupid after credits cameo thing. I, I hope it's it, like he's well, in the movie Well, they don't do after ass. credits with Marvel, with DC. No, they better not. They better not start. It's not their thing. Well, they better not start. I hope not because it's so stupid. Yeah, it, it sort of wore its welcome with me. Yeah. It's like, oh, I don't want to wait here again. It's some stupid little thing. It, like, it was cool the first handful of times, and then fucking wears its welcome. Yeah. And now it's like always. There's like, you've got to find out what's going to happen in the next one by staying to watch yeah, that. Yeah, it's stupid. And we know what you're leading towards. You're leading towards the Infinity Gauntlet. You yeah. Know? It's like, we know where you guys are headed with this, you know? Yeah. I don't want some little, like, 10-second clip, you know? Well, the like only thing I can treat. say... I'll be excited about is when Guardians mixes with them. Because Guardians was cool. Yeah, Guardians was better than the last, like, two or three Marvel movies, yeah. Avenger movies. Yep. Or just, yeah, any of, like, Thor, Thor 2, Avengers 2, Captain America 2. Guardians was better than all those movies. Taika from uh, What We Do in the Shadows is going to be in the Thor 3 movie. See, like a, a Thor 3. I didn't even want a Thor 2, <laughs> you know? Although I like Thor 1. Thor, Thor 1, one was, good. was really good. I like that movie. Yeah. Yep. So uh, that is it for us on the Herald of Modcast this week. Thanks, jerks. See you guys later. Keep jerking around, you jerks. And stay tuned for our upcoming Irish pub crawl podcasts. And upcoming Irish pub crawl pub pub. <laughs> See you, jerks. Jerks.